everybody, and welcome back to the motherfucking Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Andrew Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing great, Buck. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so I'm so I'm so nerded out by the sound today because we had a little cable problem at the beginning of the show that like once you talked I like looked at the computer and I'm like uh, nervous uh, nervousness I am, I am very nervous uh and he's on edge the great Oscar Taeda yes sir thank you Oscar Taeda is the only guy who comes on this show who is just here because he is my friend uh, most people come to the show they're like comedians or they they do something special Oscar just because I promote nothing uh, he's special. Yeah. He's special no. in his own way. But, no, the, yeah. but the great thing is Oscar comes here with no agenda. No agenda, no. no. I have n- nothing to contribute, no agenda. No agenda. Yeah. Nothing. It's amazing. You just sit here, and it's like I just look at his head, mm-hmm. and he has a good time. And yep. There's an old joke that when Oscar and I were roommates together, that um, because we sat on the same couch for seven years in the same positions, that I literally, like a computer saver, like, like a, <laughs> it's etched in it's, your... it's etched in my mind like if you ever go to like a video game place that used to have like Pac-Man on there and it like burned out the screen and you could see like the whole Pac-Man yep. maze there mm. I still see Oscar in the upper right hand corner of my eye um, just whenever about... you look at Sarah you think of me yes yes wow. Wait, what side of the couch do you sit on from Sarah uh, I sit on the left hand side just like the way we sat in our, in our, in our home so Sarah replaced me yeah wow mm. But you know, the yeah, night, what side did you when you guys were sleeping together? What side did you? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Was that no inappropriate? Button. Do you and Sarah sleep on the same sides? Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We don't. We don't ever see. Switch. He did replace you. And when you and I slept, well, <laughs> oh no, wait, uh, no. Well, I wouldn't say we slept. <sighs> oh, look at that. That's right. Anyway, anyway, you know the funny thing is, before we started the show today, um, I, I was, you know, we, we've been a little rough getting the show together today. Mm-hmm. I, but, uh, Oscar and I went out to go see Roger Waters' The Wall last night at the LA Coliseum. Nice. I, I was at the Gay Pride Parade all today and drinking, and then took a nap to do the show. So it's like just trying to get my head right for the show, and then I find out. That the uh, seminal 90s hip-hop crew, the Two Live crew, is playing right up the street at a local bar tonight. The tonight? Hop? The Hop? No, had, um, they opened up an 80s bar, and like R- Richard Blade from K-Rock DJs uh, there, and no. um, it's, right up, it's right up the street from here, and so I was like, man, we should just say fuck the show and go see the Two Live crew tonight and have a good night. I just remember being at a reggae show back in the day, and Richard Blade was there for whatever reason, and he's throwing stickers off the stage, and he's like, he wants stickers! And <laughs> no one was taken. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, dude, we don't want the fucking K-Rock. Just get the fuck out of here. Richard, we're, Richard, we're waiting for HR from Bad Brains. Just uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Richard Blade was like the biggest DJ in the world in Los Angeles Richard years ago, Blade. and now he just like... He does like supermarket openings or something. Yeah, I don't horrible. know. Yeah. But but he DJs up the street from my house, and I was like, wouldn't it be great to see the Two Live Crew? And uh, my wife was in the living room, and I was like, we should have gone to see the Two Live Crew tonight. She was like, what did they do? And I was like, uh, me so horny, yeah. and uh, let me say, hey, we want some pussy. She was like, I don't think so. Also involving one of the first Asian rappers in the world. Remember that Asian guy that was on? Mr. Mix? Dude, he was on Two Live Crew back in the day, dude. He was a fat Chinese guy. Exactly. He was awesome. Yeah. He was the homie. Yeah. <laughs> but he looked, but I don't, it's, it, is, it is true. I think when you're giving out the awards for ex, like Asians in hip hop, probably the biggest Asian in hip hop history was Mr. Mix from the Two Live Crew. There you go. I think he just acted like, like they just, everyone just assumed he was black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They, he just rolled with the crew. He was awesome, yeah. Yeah, and, and just, uh, he, he probably made the whole, you know, mainland China very proud of him <laughs> <Not really laughs> with, yes. his, yeah. uh, with his, his great work. 
Here's your grandson back home, back in the U.S. Oh, shit. <laughs> he sings songs about uh, putting women in the buck. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> he uh, does really offensive stuff with the Asian woman going, Me so horny. Me love you long time. All it's right. less offensive now that I know that there was an Asian in the group. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, you know. Any Anything? Anything. Anything you want. <laughs> Remember when they did Band in the USA? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. The, that comeback, was the comeback. The comeback. Yeah. Band in the USA. It was horrible. Like they start, yeah, they start band scratching. Band in the USA. Oh, man. It was so bad. And they're all wearing like red, white, and blue bandanas. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? The I great can't American, say what I want to say. Yeah, the great American group. The, 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 the great thing is, like, they won in the Supreme Court or yeah. whatever. Like, yep. Luke, the, it's Luther like, Campbell. It's actually a very important civil rights case was the two live crew. So, you know, you can diss the crew all you want, but, you know, Plessy versus Ferguson, Luther, <laughs> Uncle Luke Skywalker against the United States of America. You know, so it's right up there. Roe v. Wade, Luke Skywalker versus... Uh, Oh, whatever was going on. I think it was a PMRC at the time. Yeah, they were, they were after him. Yeah, which was uh, headed by uh, Al Gore's wife. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Luther Campbell versus Al Gore's wife. And that's what it was. Now, Tippy? I, Tipper. Yeah, Tipper. Tipper Gore. Yeah. Tipper. Tipper doesn't like the two live crew. Well. Or Judas she, Priest. She was anti-Prince, too, wasn't she? Yeah. She hated yeah. everyone. And she yeah. hated the Beastie Boys, too, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyone that said a bad word. She Hopefully hated. she doesn't hate them now. <laughs> No, uh, I, I, no, I guess not. It would be wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank everybody for listening to the show today. Uh, oh, it's over. No, oh. all right, guys, oh, thanks. Later. All right, <laughs> we're gonna go see the two lab crew. I'd like to hear pop that pussy right now. Can we hit <laughs> pop, pop that pussy? Pop, pop. Their music is sorry to stay on the same topic. We're kind of wandering a bit, but you know, there's always this thing in, in life where you you think that things get progressively like worse or more salacious as time goes on like uh like horror films like in uh, a horror film like the blob in 1950 isn't what like the eli roth films like hostile are when it comes to a horror film like there's a huge difference in the gore and the amount of obscenity in it or whatever sure and with music the same thing kind of happened but once like 1989 happened and the two live crew came out with a record they took things so far that actually everything's been rather tame since they came out. Like, I can't think of any group that's been more vile, offensive, and just directly sexual and graphic than the two live crew. Like, right. no one can approach their level of graphicness. No, Except they, for maybe R. Kelly. Yeah, well, he, had, he did have a record called The Chocolate Factory. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Thinly veiled reference to anal sex. They were just as nasty as they wanted to be. That's and that's right. what it was. They just put it flat out out there with on an album cover with chicks' asses and just like, what the fuck you want? Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's all it was. Yeah. It was no thing. It was brilliant. Yeah. I wonder if there's an interviewing process like Luther, Luther Campbell's like, okay, now, fat Chinese man, <laughs> how nasty do you want to be? Better nasty. <laughs> now, how nasty, do you, like that. how nasty do you feel today, Mr. Mix? Better nasty. What's the nastiest thing you've ever done to a woman, Mr. Mix? Betty Nasty. What's the dirtiest thing you would do on stage? Betty, Betty Nasty. Now, if you had a woman on stage and she was showing her cleavage to you, would you take off the bra or would you give her a Brumsky? Brumsky. Oh, that's nasty. Now, Mr. Mix. As he wants to be. Even though you look like odd job. (laughs) 
<laughs> from the James Bond movies. Odd job with a Kango. I think if we give you a little bit of a tan and put you next to three brothers, you won't stand out. That was him. Odd job with the Tango. Yeah. Wow. With the Kango on. Yeah. We figure it out. I wonder if that Kangle could break, can destroy and slice things. Odd job was just like hard up. And he's just like, put on Kangle. What's up? Yeah. Uh, I got so- some nasty ass pussy rhymes. <laughs> How many rhymes do you have about female genitalia, Mr. Mix? <laughs> I'm sorry, was that? Betty Nasty. <laughs> Every, everybody, it's the summertime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can tell by the, the heat in the room today. It's all on, dude. It's the summertime, and everybody's going to the movies. And Anybody seen the Avengers yet? Anybody dip, dip their toe into that? Yeah, actually... Uh between in between is summer, so in between uh, GTL Jim Tan Laundry, I uh, went and saw a movie. Oh yeah, what, what was it? Oh, I saw Avengers. Yeah, you did see. Did you like it? Because oh, I just I just can't I just can't do it anymore. I can't do the superhero movie. I've seen well, too many. This one this one was actually cut above. This one seemed like it actually was very well made and uh, actually lived up to the hype that people were talking about. Absolutely. So it was good. Yeah, it was really good. You saw it, Oscar? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was really fun. Like, I, the only reason that I'd want to see that movie is to see Scarlett Johansson in like the cat suit. Like That seems to me like... She's not a cat woman. I mean, in the cat in a cat suit, which is like... <laughs> Oscar's like, I've had this fantasy. She's no. not a cat woman. It's a different different character. <laughs> yeah. No, no. No, I mean, in a, what's called... like The, the tight like body no, suit is called a cat suit, is I what I'm saying. She plays Black Widow, dude. <laughs> no, but I'm... but. But but it's called a cat suit when a woman she puts on something that is it's like cat, a Mexican standoff in here. A tight and latexy. I know I've seen it on website like you know, mm. the catsuit.com. Mm. You've gone to catsuit.com. Bitches in latex.com. <laughs> okay. We'll uh we'll agree to disagree, but I'm uh, sure that it's, it's like Black Hat, Widow. Hatfield McCoy's right, All right, here. right you know. Hey, I haven't seen the movie, so you know. You don't know. You, you, you've seen it. I haven't. Yeah. But that that would be the only thing that would put my butt in the seat there because I've seen too many superhero movies. They're all kind of the same, kind of same story. Shit blows up at the end. No. There's a bad guy. This, the bad guy kicks everybody's ass, and everybody goes, "We need to bond together." You well, know. It's like with this one, it's nonstop action throughout, and uh, most of the time, some of the characters, like the main guys, are even kicking their own ass. Like they're fighting amongst each other. Ooh. So it's pretty cool to see. Do they finally get it together as a group in the end not, to not destroy the end. evil? Nope, not at the end. But right before the end, they do. Yeah. Just right before. Now, does Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson say motherfucker in it at any point? No. Nor does he say snakes. snakes. He says something about snakes. Then. Does he? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Is there a snake joke? There is there? a plane. Yeah, there well, you go. Oh, there should have been a snake on yeah. there. Well, what we got? So we got that going on. Um, people are lining up to see um, this battleship movie, which sounds like I already saw it on a bootleg. <laughs> you saw the bootleg yeah, about bootleg. Did it have the special effects in it? No, but it was shot in China, like uh, off some guys, some Chinese guy's head. You know, you could see half of his head throughout the movie. It was pretty good though. Was it? Was it? Was it Mister Mix that shot? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not too sure about. You know, if if I was gonna make, if I was the producer making Battleship, it'd be called Battleship. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd just be me and you, just sitting in, in toilets, just having a shit off, yeah, just staring each other in the face like a Mexican standoff on mm. on yep. toilets, pushing as hard as you can. <laughs> just, I'm sure, you know what, the Japanese would be down for that. I don't know why. I just think they'd be like, "Oh, that sounds very uh, yeah, sounds nasty, very nasty, very nasty." And there could be like a guy who's like asking you, "What did you eat today?" And you could be like, "I ate tacos." Yeah. And be like, "I ate Thai food, bitch." And yeah, like you know. 
And now, square off. Thai food versus tacos. Fight! Go! Yeah, go! Ooh, that'd be one thing. You do the you do the Iron Chef, but you see the after effects of the Iron Chef. You know what I'm saying? Like you have like cayenne night or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, uh, some harsh shit. This is ghost chili. <laughs> it's oh, so nasty. It's so nasty. It's it's the uh, post game show for Top Chef. Top shit. Oh, that oh, would be go. good. Much like battle shit. So let's wow. get Padma to do it. I I think that'd be great. Wow. Tom so, Coliglio, what do you think? I think this shit is the shit. So everybody's lined up for Battleship, which sounds to me like in the advertising world we have a little something called a. It for- wasn't. It wasn't that good. Sorry. It's like a forced tie-in is like when you try to take two things that don't relate together and try to stick them together to make sense for the commercial. Okay. And like the idea of Battleship. Like the vid, the the board, board game, game right, yeah. and then a Transformer movie, nothing, and they stick this together, and people actually go, "I'd like to see that." Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds fantastic. Like I always think, right now, there's some asshole uh, in a Starbucks in Hollywood trying to write the movie Candyland and stick a Transformer in it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like the guy's really working on it. So how about this? With, with so many shitty movies right now in the theaters, uh, and just so many, I mean, we're just gonna see nothing but shit blowing up Transformers and uh, superhero movies and superhero movie reboots for the next twenty years. Mm. I'd like to know what actually we'd actually want to see at the box office. Like Buck, if you had yeah. like if, if if like they're like Buck, well, what movie do you want? To, what okay. movie do you want to get made? I'm What's go- your letter to Hollywood? I'm going way back with this one, okay. And um, I just saw the recent Tin Tin, Steven Spielberg, Peter Jackson. I know. Yeah, I heard that was good. It was all right. Yeah. But yeah. I, I knew nothing about Tin Tin. I didn't know what the fuck it was about. But it was pretty good. But um, something it it reminded me of something in my past. Maybe it could be animation. I don't think it would be live action. It would be as good. But remember early computer games, okay? I'm going way back with this one. Mm-hmm. Like real, like how early? I'm talking early, like floppy disk type shit games, Ooh. okay? Okay. Like Load Runner. Do you remember Leisure Suit Larry? Oh yeah, Leisure Suit Larry was like uh, it was like a uh, it was like a pornographic. Along with along with Two Live Crew, I think listening to Two Live Crew over at Randy Hirmashura's house, we also played Leisure Suit Larry. Well, Randy Hirmashura listened to it because it was it was an Asian thing. <laughs> was that what it was? <laughs> they wanted was the first fat he was Asian Filipino in dude. Oh, he was all proud. Yeah. All right, fair. Okay, continue. Leisure Suit Larry, yes. But yeah, Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> we used to play that when I was like seven, or no, I was, I was like 10, my buddy Steve's house, and Leisure Suit Larry would walk around and he'd have sex with women, and it was like graphic. It was like a Sims, but back in the day, like a, like a sexy Sims, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you never you never knew about this house? No, I never knew about it. And yeah. Leisure Suit Larry wore like a white leisure suit. It's weird, because you resemble Leisure, leisure Suit Larry out of all of us. Really? In this room right now, yes. I thought you kind of copped his style. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it's kind of like I'm looking at leisure suit right now. Like, what gave it away? That's the, what, the, white, the, white, the, white, the white leisure suit. <laughs> I got to say, actually, the biggest power move in the world is wearing a white suit. Like, yeah. if you think about people who wear white suits, like Colonel Sanders, Mark Twain, John Lennon. Like, you roll up anywhere in a white suit, and, like, that's that's speaking. Like, that commands you respect. You're a fucking man. And yeah. you're a man who does does not fear. Like, if you if you show up to an event in a white suit and drink red wine, you're the ballsiest man on the face of the earth. That's a man who gets shit done. Right. And he doesn't spill a drop. Remember one time Oscar... I remember one... Buck, Oscar? We were playing a show at... Uh, we were playing at the Roxy in Hollywood when we were... The oh, band, the, the, the dude, yeah. Clayton. Clifton. Clifton. Clifton was friends of friends. Was a... a, a I have to say this just because it's kind of it's even cooler if you're a brother who wears an all white suit, and he was this brother that wore an oh, all white yeah. suit, 
And I, the, he was uh, in the Mojo Filters, yeah. Yes, in the yeah, Mojo yeah. Filters. Yeah. I remember sitting there performing and watching and playing, and like the whole crowd when you have all the lights on you is dark. But I just saw this suit gleaming, <laughs> gleaming in the corner. Like so, my eye just kept going to it. But anyway, so yeah, Leisure Suit. Now, do you want to make a movie of it, the film adaptation? I would think so. I mean, they bastardized too many of the movies I love already. What? Uh, Alvin the Chipmunk, shit like that. It's horrible. Yeah, no, no. It's horrible. Yeah, you, you can't. They can't yeah. even get the voices right, dude. So You're not a fan of, fan of Chipwrecked? No. Actually, the I did, Citizen I did, Kane I, of Chipmunk I, films? I did see that one horribly enough. Uh, you know, I have nieces and nephews. It's horrible. So who would you cast as Leisure Suit Larry if you could get it I'm, right? I'm, I got one in my head. I got one in my head. All right, well, I'm seriously looking at the guy right here. Oh, Oscar? I'm thinking yeah. Oscar Toledo. Born for the it. part. Yeah. yeah. Google it. Motherfucker. I'll take you to the next level. <laughs> I remember that he kept, there's something about kumquats in that. And I was always kind of like, kumquat? Yeah, I could bring exactly. kumquats to it, another it level It was too. always like sexual innuendos. Like it wasn't exactly like, you know, pornographic sexy because it was still like a cartoon. But it was still like, oh shit, this is some dirty stuff. You know, you can get him laid, basically. Yeah. yeah. So he just walks around. Like I'd figure, I'd cast Clive Owen doing an American accent because he looks kind of like leisure suit Larry. Mm, yeah. Larry. In a leisure suit and he's just trying to pick up broads, score points. And then I don't know what the plot line would be because basically the movie's just him hooking up with people. I really do do look like leisure like leisure suit Larry. You did, uh, well, That's you know what, what I'm saying. Look at that guy. Yeah, leisure suit Larry looks Jewish. He actually looks like the, one of the the guys in Goodfellas. He looks like the guy who oh you know what in the meat rack when they find when they hang the guy off the meat <laughs> rack in Goodfellas. That's what leisure suit Larry looks like. That actor's awesome. Yeah, he yeah. should play that. It's yes. a, it's the role he's born for. So yeah, all right, right, so Leisure Suit Larry the movie, you know, hits theaters. I mean, it would be the greatest because you know there's so many ga- video game adaptations. That's there's what I'm so many things in film that if you just sat and took a movie and said, uh, "We're going to do Leisure Suit Larry," I think that our generation would definitely relate to that. Not probably older people because Leisure Suit Larry was probably played by more eight year olds than its attended audience. Exactly, I was basically you know grammar school at that time still playing Leisure Suit. I think everything I learned about women came from Leisure Suit Larry. Pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty good, dude. You know, I was thinking, like, have you guys heard of this, like, uh, movie that's coming out? There's a book. It was um, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, that looks cool. Does it really? Actually, I don't know. I think think the idea, like, I'm not not into vampire movies. That's not really my thing. Although I, I do have a... A, a thing for Kristen Stewart. I'm gonna be honest. And Kristen Stewart's hot as fuck. She has hot ears. Yeah, you mentioned this before. It's kind of weird. I know. I, 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 and, 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 but she's a terrible actor. Yeah, I don't know. She's terrible. But I, I, I think she's gorgeous. I, I, I would, I would watch her read a phone book for 20 minutes. Hmm. Hmm. Only people I would actually listen to read a phone book. I would watch her and I'd listen to John Salmon. But okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The movie looks good. But all right, so like maybe like an idea similar to that would be like uh, you know, um, Babe Ruth. Alien killer. Okay, so you take a historical figure and make them battle paranormal elements. Yeah. This could be like the new greatest genre. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it would make perfect sense because the aliens came here to eat hot dogs and to drink beer. And I love Babe Ruth. And then Babe he's Ruth awesome. gets pissed. Yeah. He's... And Babe Ruth could be played by John Goodman once again. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Once again. That would be funny. He has nothing going on. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it'd be perfect. sitting around. So Babe Ruth was obviously he has a baseball bat, right? And, yeah, then, and like, he just swings away. A- aliens invade the Bronx, right? Yeah. And then and then everybody's like freaked out. And okay, how, how about this? There, there's a hospital, right? And then, yeah. like the, the the children are in the hospital. Like always, the sick kids and the babe would always come help them out. Now the aliens, in order 
like certain sick children with certain cancers produce certain enzymes that can help the alien race. So they come down to basically eat children. And children? Children. And how does Babe Ruth kill them? They come you know eat, how he does? They come and eat the children. You know how he does? With a fucking baseball bat. There we go. And you know what? He, he's standing in the hallway. All these aliens are surrounding him, coming at him like alien from aliens. And he does this. Fucking. But wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Point it out. Point it. That's visual, Buck. He's in that home run. Pointing like he did in Wrigley Field. He points Just like that, my friend. That'd be Just awesome. Just fucking going to the... Yeah, exactly. This you know, movie Babe, writes itself. Babe Ruth could have a sidekick. It could be like Lou Gehrig. Yeah, that's oh what... Oh, my was. gosh. You know? Why not? my gosh. Lou Gehrig, or who else was on the 27 Yankees that was uh, great? You have, like, Lou Gehrig. You have... Um, uh, not a baseball Koenig, Koenig, the shortstop. You've got... Uh, man. But really, I mean... Hey, you gotta go with Lou Gehrig. No, Lou Gehrig is perfect because you can call him... No, because you know he's going to... He has a superhero name already. And he's yeah. Iron Horse, right? And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so. you, and you know he's going to get some disease that the aliens gave him. That's right. That's how Lou Gehrig's disease. Called Lou Gehrig's disease. disease. <laughs> Tying it all in. I always found I'm it I, you. I always found it ironic that Lou Gehrig got Lou Gehrig's disease. Like, I know, how, so weird. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think that's rough. This would be a great film. You have John Goodman, again, reprising the role as the babe. Yeah. yeah. I think I can get into that. And then maybe, maybe you can make a sequel later. It's like Mickey Mantle. No, I, I like... Uh, Bigfoot Tom, stalker. Tommy Lee is... Well, who is he? Wasn't he Cobb? Or something like that. Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. 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 What was that Yeah, he was fucking alcoholic and shit. Yeah. That'd be a good guy. Yeah. Ty Cobb actually would be more of a badass alien hunter than Babe Ruth, because Babe Ruth's kind of a jovial, like, ho- whoring drunk. He'd be more of a racist alien. He'd be a racist alien. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate these. Fucking fuck these, these aliens. aliens. Yeah, exactly, dude. Oh, no, it'd be He'd Ty Cobb. He'd be more Cobb. down with it. It'd yeah. be Ty Cobb, illegal alien hunter. <laughs> that would be good. There you go. All this writes itself. And I was thinking, uh, you know how... Uh, You've got movies like like The Wiz from the seventies, which were like they they sure. there's Sp- much spice it up a bit. Well, they do like the the uh, African American culturized version of The Wizard of Oz, where you have Cinderella with brandy, Cinderella with brandy. Yeah. But like The Wiz, you had like the the wizard was played by Richard Pryor, which is fucking brilliant. Michael nice. Jackson as the Scarecrow. Diana Ross, who was like 35 years old playing Dorothy, who was 16, which horrible casting move. But, uh, but it all had great music, and it was like disco-y, and it was like um, Diana Ross, like Dorothy, instead of being from Kansas, was from Harlem. And it had all these great visuals, but the movie itself ended up being kind of a bit much, and it was three hours long. And uh, Richard Pryor, if you look at his eyes, he looked like he just fucking freebased enough snow. Now, was it a movie? Because all I remember seeing it was on TV. Wasn't it just on TV or was it an actual in the theaters movie? No, it was like a huge multi-million dollar blockbuster production. Did it do good at the... I think it did okay. It's seen as a disappointment. But That's what I I think, yeah. How did Quincy Jones do on that, (laughs) money-wise? Yeah, probably not that good. I think it was like slightly a bomb. It was like Xanadu or whatever that came around at the same time. Not as good as Fresh Prince. Mm-mm. Telling you that much. That's where he made all his coins. Yeah. <laughs> actually on the color purple, which was a good foreign films. But I was thinking about that and I was like, what if they did the same thing and they did like, I don't know, the soulful, urban, to use a euphemism, the urban version of Star Wars. Ooh. Like if they did like Soul Wars or if they just called it Black Star Wars <laughs> and, it, and you cast all African-American actors, much like The Wiz, but in Star Wars. I came up with some ideas for casting 
If you were to would, do it, wait. Would would Billy? Would uh, you know? Would Billy? What's his name? Play Lando still? I think maybe you need a white guy. You need like Bradley Cooper to play Lando Calrissian. Just to reverse it. Yeah. Fli- flip, good. flip the script. Or put an Armenian in there because he has an Armenian yeah, name. Yeah, that's right? true. But <laughs> I was like, if I was the cast. <laughs> Robert Kardashian as Lando Calrissian. <laughs> uh, if I was the cast, um, my, my uh, big, big screen adaptation called Black Star Wars. Uh, I would Don ha- Cheadle would be. No, I'm going to have. Okay, for Han Solo. Yeah. Han Solo's Terrence Howard. I hate that guy. Can't it just be Don Cheadle? No, it's gonna be no. Come on, please. <laughs> I mean, Don Cheadle's smooth, but uh, like that's fucked up. Uh, D- Terrence Howard is a little more cold blooded and like kind of sexy, and Don Cheadle maybe airs on the goofy side at a certain point. I don't know. I see Terrence Howard as uh, Han Solo. I think he'd be the perfect Han Solo. Actually, yeah, he's not too bad. You don't oh. like Terrence Howard? I no, like I hate Terrence Howard. Yeah, it's because you never saw Hustle and Flow. I saw Hustle and Flow. I thought it was Hustle. great, but. Just after that. After that, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. He has kind of disappointed after that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman as Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh yeah, that's a, that that's a that's a given. Yeah, that's yeah. a given. Yeah. No, you know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying yeah. 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 Not Whitman Mayo. I would say James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. No, as oh. Obi Wan. But then it would be weird. It'd be you'd be watching. You'd be like, wait, why is Darth Vader Obi Wan Kenobi? Mm. This is kind of fucking me up. Did you put him as Darth Vader? No, I uh, I don't mm. I don't have one. I was thinking for Chewbacca, you'd have Meta World Peace. You just put him in the Chewbacca costume. It's too racist. For, no. <laughs> why would you put? Why would you put him in the? Because it's got to be a black. This is black. It Star has Wars. to be a, a well-known person played Chewbacca. In the cos- play- but, but instead of having like long hair, Chewbacca is kind of froey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, too racist. Is that racist? Yes. You have Meta World Peace wearing a fro outfit. <laughs> no, but like, he's all in the. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Fro- he's, he's encompassed can, in fro for height reasons. Can, can Chewbacca have good hair? Yes, Chewbacca will have good hair. It'll be that kind of flowing. It'll be like the dude from oh, ER man. when he was in uh, the dude from ER when he was in um, Coming to America, or Chance mm-hmm. from uh, Stallioners. Yeah, oh, dude, I told you that I would be good. I told yeah. you I ran That's into some good hair. I ran into no. <laughs> I ran into real enchant. There's no good hair better. Go I ran into real enchant at uh, Medicino Farms in Venice Beach, and uh, I shook their hand, and I was like, "I've seen every show you've done, on Stallioners." Uh, Did you have the lamb chop? They have some really good lamb sandwiches there. Oh, I gotta try that. Anyway. For R two D two, right? What I, midget? I, I uh, the two options. You got Tony C- Tony Cox, who was the midget in Friday. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I mean, who who pulls the popcorn trick in the Foo Fighters video? Yeah, yeah. I, Can't you have Vern? What's his name? Vern Troyer. Yeah, Vern Troyer's not black. He's not. <laughs> no. Mini me. Yeah. Mini me was a white guy. Thought he was like you know a light skinned black guy. He was a Creole. Maybe he's a Creole midget. Uh, or I'd have the midget from Trapped in the Closet, the one that it, from R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet, the one that it lives beneath the sink. It was a midget, a you midget, sh- another oh, yeah. midget, yeah. midget. Another, yeah, that was another guy I saw in Hollywood at a bar one night. We sat and had, had oh, a shit. beer together. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. The, the other option would be the guy from the Ghetto Boys. Oh, Bushwick Bill. Bushwick yeah. Bill, yeah, yeah. No, there that's it right there, yeah. Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys. I Dude, love that. that. I mean, these are all the Ewoks. What about the guy uh, that was on Howard Stern's show for a long time? Hank the Ang- Oh, there was Hank oh, the, the Angry, Angry Drunken Drunk Dwarf. That's who. But I think about. he was a white guy. There was another no, guy. The one that the, was kind of the like African American. Oh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Yep. Remember right. Beetlejuice? <laughs> all right, I got a I got a Beetlejuice story. Uh, 
back when I worked for the radio station, Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern Show, who is a a, a, a little person who has an oddly shaped head. Yeah, like it's kind of like a coney head kind of head. And uh, he came out to do. I believe. I uh, believe it's called the peanut head. <laughs> oh, is that the, is that the medical it's term? The peanut head. Yes. Like if you like, Doctor Drew would go. Um, I believe I've he was diagnosed with peanut, peanut just, head. I've just turned that around. Yes, it's called peanut head. <laughs> it's peanut head. <laughs> so, anyway. so we were doing some promotion for something, and it was Baba Booey came down, Gary Delabate and uh, Beetlejuice, and so Beetlejuice. One of the street team guys from the radio station had to drive Beetlejuice to this party we were throwing. And it was this guy named Zay, who just, for the story, he, he happened to be African-American, apropos to the story. And Beetlejuice, the whole time driving there, was like, drive, you black motherfucker, drive! <laughs> and, he, and just started berating Zay. And Zabrian was like the nicest guy in the world. Zabrian was like, man, this motherfucker keeps yelling at me all day long. Like, And so... Uh, Beetlejuice gets into the club and he rolls in. He's got a Corona. Now, Beetlejuice holding a Corona looks like me holding a bottle of wine. Mm. Sure, sure. Yeah. And so he gets in and he's wearing a diaper because he, what? he shits on himself. He's he's wearing a diaper. Yeah. He No, but it's beneath his pants or whatever that he bought from the kids section. He walks into the club in LA. He's got this beer in his hand, whips out a Newport. In the club, it starts smoking a Newport. And they're like, dude, you can't no, smoke that. Some girl, drunk girl, kisses Beetlejuice and threw up. Wow. Uh, uh, she threw up on the floor of the party. It was like some uh, club in Hollywood. Like kissed him, turned around. She made out. Puke. And uh, puked. Wow. Beetlejuice was the shit, though. I, I think I, I, and, I have and, a picture I'm, with I'm me. I'm sorry. He was unfazed by this. Just that bitch just kissed me and puked. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing fine. I didn't get Beatles. I'm a- doing something right, you know. Beatles was as bad as Ken, and he knows. But I, I didn't get the full story. But yeah. All right. So I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know who to cast for Princess Leia because I felt that like everybody's go to be like, oh, cast Beyonce. I don't think Beyonce is that good of an actress. I think no. she's pretty. Mm. Like she was pretty in Dreamgirls, but it's like Jennifer Hudson, like Zoe Saldana. Oh, oh Colombiana chick. Yeah. yeah, you know, she, you know, she's a little too not. She's a little too Hispanic for you. No, no, she's a little too kind of effete. I feel like she's the kind of person you'd put in like a a heavy drama. But I, you need someone a little sassier to play Leia. Like you need someone Jewy and black. You know, because Princess Leia, she was she, she was she, Jewy and, and white. She, she kind of had this I don't know this sass to her, and you want somebody with a little bit of personality. She was a, like in Spaceball, she was a Jewish princess. Yeah, she seriously was. Yeah, funny. She doesn't look Jewish. <laughs> Yeah, hmm. but I, I don't know. Some. I don't know who, you, who you'd cast. I, w- I want someone like a, a with a personality was who's, who's funny but a little bit of sass can talk back to Luke. But I, I Whoopi could... Goldberg. <laughs> no, dude. Well, no. that well, it's, it's Jewish. There he is. There yeah. we go. And then finally, I don't know who. Two I'd... birds, one stone. Right for, there. For Luke Skywalker, little Bow Wow, of course. Really? That, that's that's not the go-to. Romeo. No, nah, little Bow Wow is that's much better. Ridiculous! Than it's ridiculous, dude. I, why not? Uh... Think of someone. Ooh. Come on. Cannon, what's his name? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. See how see how connected I know. <laughs> I know Oscar language. Cannon, someone. Oh, Nick Cannon. Yes. Yeah. No, Buck, do you have any, do you have any movies you'd like to see, Buck? Well, uh, you know, people say I look like the late Gene Wilder. You know, Gene Wilder. Oh. Yeah. Maybe maybe remake. Um, you know, Charlie and the Charlie and Chalk Factory. Well, like Tim that. Tim Burton already did that. What? Tim Burton already remade Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, right, dude. Well, 
One of my favorite shows growing up was always Dark Shadows. I used to watch that. Uh, no, no, Buck. That was already remade as well. It's by yeah, Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Yeah. Motherfucker is remaking everything, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. I used to watch Planet of the Apes. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time, you know? No, no, no. They remade it. They remade that one. The, they did that. By Tim who? Burton. Motherfucker. Yeah. They put Mar- Marky Mark was in it. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. The least talented member of the Funky Bunch, by the way. They're shitting everything. They're shitting on everything, I know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Plan, Nine, Plan 9 from Outer Space? Uh, you down with that? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I loved Voltron. Voltron. Are they remaking great. that? I can't, be- I can't believe Ed, that, w- yeah, that t- no Tim one's Burton's made- making that. <laughs> I hope not, dude. Please say no. <laughs> no. I'd like to play, uh, uh, you know, Voltron. I can't believe that no one's... Like, they've done Transformers, which was... Not as cool. Like when I was a kid, Voltron was almost way cooler than Transformers. Yeah, I can't believe that they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't re- remake Voltron at this point. Like Voltron was more kick ass. You yeah. know, Transformers was just kind of tame. Voltron was like a whole other planet, and like they just went to a different shit. And there was that one Voltron with the lions, and then there was one with yeah, cars. Right. I had, I had my, the car one as a kid. My brother was the, the cars. I had, the I had the lion. Yeah, I had yeah. the lion one, dude. Like we couldn't Fuck find yeah. the lion one. It was it was it was too much money because it was made out of metal, <laughs> and so we had the car one because it was made out of plastic and it was no, cheaper. I had I had the one the car one or I'm sorry the lion one where you would actually put the guys in the cars. That's yeah, right. Fucking, I was fucking in depth, dude. That's right. And the and the yellow the yellow one was a fat guy that's all i remember it was actually because yeah it was fat and it was made by japanese people it was actually mr mix was the fat guy. <laughs> that was him very nasty um i heard you know what would be awesome is if they made if they remade masters of the universe oh he-man like, and like and they, can, they, they, do can that? Have they did a they did but it was awesome with dolph lundgren as he-man no, yeah, a remake of it. of that one yeah oh yeah, because the original uh, the original was Dolph Lundgren and Frank Langella. Yeah. Oh wow. As Skeletor, but yeah. now they could have, you know, Dolph Mark Lundgren. Anthony as Skeletor. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he looks since like he looks man. exactly like Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, whatever random you know buff guy. Well, Dolph Lundgren's back because of uh, Expendables, man. And then He's have Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, do exactly. It. That'd be good. Reprise his role. That'd be awesome. Anything getting that guy money, I'm on. Yeah. All of my ideas are all people reprising their roles. <laughs> you, you want everybody back in the original looking oh, yeah. older and going for it? Looking like hell and going for it. <laughs> You're like, I'd like Rocky 7 to be made. Uh, yeah. Geriatric Rocky. That'd be good. I, I You know, I feel that, you know, um, being that recently at Coachella, they had the uh, Tupac hologram. Oh yeah, hmm. and, and and the hologram rocked the stage. I figured that the hologram now they can make sequels to all the movies that Tupac did just with the hologram. Ooh, <laughs> like poetic you, Justice Two. Poetic Justice Two, where it's like Janet Jackson, a fat Janet or a skinny Janet. Well, it was fat Janet then, so Janet's gonna have to put some weight. It's gonna be fat Janet with the with the braids. Yeah, hanging yeah. out with uh, Tupac. I think wasn't Tupac like a postal employee in that? I think he was. They drove cost. Uh, I'm sorry, cross country in a mail truck. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. I never saw that. I saw that movie. I actually, actually never saw it. I, <laughs> I was, saw that movie. It was pretty bad. Was it? Uh, the guy, it was John Singleton made Boys in the Hood, which it was, was a phenomenal like, film. Yeah. And then it was kind of like Baby Boy another... before Baby Boy, because Baby Boy was kind of shitty too. You ever seen that? No. No. Yeah, that was with like Snoop Dogg and Tay Diggs mm. and like all this shit. That one was real bad. Like it was bad. I got to figure out how to put Snoop Dogg in. My my African American remake of Star be, Wars. He could be Luke Skywalker. <laughs> oh, Have Luke on. Skywalker be Luke Skywalker. And so, 
Oh, there you go. Oh. Boom. There it is. Boom. That brings the whole show together. There Luke Skywalker from the Two Live Crew playing. Luke Skywalker. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Too bad Luke's not with the Two Live Crew playing up the street right now, no. or else yeah, Luke doesn't Luke doesn't show up to no. you know Bellflower to play a show. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for coming in on the show today. Yeah, hey, thank you, Tom. I'd like to thank. Oscar Taeda for Thank showing you. up on the show today. Faroutpodcast.com is where you can see pictures from the show. Uh, you can find our Twitter feeds, so you can uh, follow uh, Buck Perez and Todd Perry. And you can follow Oscar. T- Oscar's on Twitter now. You can you, you can follow Oscar, and I don't think... I just retweet. Oscar just retweets and, yeah. and re- replies to my tweets. But yeah. I, I, think I, I reply to no one, yeah. except for you, Todd. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, you're O-T-A-L-L-E-D-A O-T-A-L-L-E-D-A at uh, Twitter. Uh, at O... It's the other way around, right? At O-T-A-L-E-D-A. And um, yeah, put some comments up on the shows. We love that. Uh, always love a good iTunes review if you guys can do that. Remember, for some people... Sometimes we give shout-outs to iTunes reviews. That would be cool. We got one recently. It was really nice. So, for Buck Perez, Oscar Taeda, this is Todd Perry saying, Akbaka, Baka Chaka. Saying we're too nasty and we're too live Corrupted politicians playing games Bringing us down to boost their fame They must be joking, thinking we were poor But their life flies, moving the wall We stand tall from beginning to end With help from fans and all our friends Freedom of speech will never die For us to have, our ancestors died Don't keep thinking that we will quit We'll always stand and never sit We're too live, too black, too strong Doing the right thing and not the wrong So listen up y'all to what we say We won't be Banned in the USA.